<laughs> Welcome to Young Adult Catholics, a podcast for young adult Catholics. <laughs> I'm Kayan. I'm Daniel. And I'm Janelle. And today we are going to be talking about discernment with our guest speaker, Migo. He's a good Hi. friend of ours. <laughs> and <laughs> sorry. It just makes me so happy that you're here with us. Um, so before we get started, we're going to start off in prayer again. So, um, Migo, can you start us off in prayer, please? Yes. Uh, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Oh, Lord, O most sacred heart of Jesus, sorrowful and immaculate heart of Mary, Saint Joseph, Saint Bonaventure, Venerable Bruno Lanteri, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So before we get into talking about this sermon, we want to get to know you, Migo. So could you just give us a little breakdown of your, your life and how you've gotten to where you are today? Uh, so I guess my vocation starts in the family, obviously. I, I had a really good family. We grew up in the Philippines. And when we moved here in the States uh, back in 2011, I think we still had a pretty good uh, life uh, here. And honestly, when I started discerning was when uh, back in college, I, Ignatian Spiritual Exercises was a huge turning point in my life to the point where I realized, uh, wow, this God thing is real, you know, <laughs> and I think that moment on there's in that context there was always a call to draw back and to discern uh the priesthood for me and so i discerned uh with the oblates and uh yeah i think i'm pretty happy right now at this point of my life i think i know i should be here <laughs> you know at this moment in my life and so i think it's a great sign that i'm i am where i am supposed to be yeah. So um, I just want to give a little background to you on you just to our audience members. Miguel um, attended Cal State Long Beach with a major in religious studies. He was also part of the ministry that we were in called COC Youth, which is how we all know each other. Um, and now he is with the Oblates, as you said, and located in Boston, correct? Yes. Yeah. Boston, Massachusetts. Go Red Sox, Ashley. <laughs> all right so yeah we'll just get into the basic um let's just go down to what is this sermon means we'll describe it what does it mean and we'll go from there discernment uh i think we need to rule out the myths first of what it is and then what it is not and then i think we could clear out what discernment actually is Discernment is not just following your will. Uh, discernment is not just following your uh, motivations, your passions. Uh, but it's discernment 
uh, ruling that out, discernment is a united effort to follow the will of God in your life. And it comes in different modes as uh, I'm basing it off Ignatius of Loyola and uh, Father Timothy Gallagher's work. It comes uh, in modes of discernment. It comes of uh, it comes from this flow of uh, prayer that Ignatius uh, has, you know, and has given us. And to put it simply, yeah, it is discernment is following uh, what, uh, yeah, it's following the will of God in your life in the context of, uh, yeah, what, what, uh, <laughs> losing my trail of thoughts, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, discernment is following the will of God in your life. To put it simply there, yeah. So once we understand what discernment is, how does one begin to discern? Uh, One needs to, first of all, have an ordered conscience. Uh, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of, things that a a person needs to understand before following God's will in their life. So say, for example, uh, the question comes up, does God will me to do anything bad, you know, to to sin or something? Uh, And the, the answer to that is no. And that understanding comes from an ordered conscience so that that's uh one of the prerequisites of discernment is having a an ordered conscience another one is having a prayerful reflection of of your life and uh yeah you know it's all said and done you know having that prayerful attitude uh towards what's happening in your life and a pretty good uh, understanding of yourself, of who you are, of what your wounds are, of what your, your desires are, because to unite yourself to God is explicitly saying uh, that you're following what God wants you to do and what, God wants you to do is revealed in your ordered desires in your life. Uh, yeah, and I think those three uh, requirements amongst, uh, yeah, amongst having an openness and willingness to listen, listen to that uh, voice of God in you. Um, maybe could you do like kind of elaborate on like your reflections and like maybe give your how you go about it your reflections that you have on your personal life uh yeah sure uh personally there there it comes with an openness to whatever is in front of you i think my formator always 
uh, talks to me, um, my formator is my superior in the seminary, talks to me about the incarnation, you know, and how real God is in the situations and events that is happening right now in your life. So for example, we're quarantine right now. God uses the quarantine, the lockdown, in order, in order to show you something. Maybe it's, it's to show you patience. Maybe God is calling you to a more uh, open idea of himself, a gentleness in you that he wants to instill in you. I, you know, it's up to you. But then that prayerful reflection comes in the midst of the concreteness of of the daily events in your life. So yeah, uh, I gave that example. I maybe for me, an example that's popping up is just discernment for the second year, you know, and uh, you know, I just finished my first year in the seminary and in the concreteness of everything, I think it just makes sense to pursue another year, you know, uh, and that came with experiences that I felt were cut too short in the first year in the seminary. That's why I felt like, okay, if if it felt too short, maybe God is telling me, uh, pursue another year. And so that's that's what I'm doing. I'm discerning for another year of priesthood. And yeah, and I think did does that answer your question? Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, everything's a discernment. And um, I asked my friend Anthony, he's a seminarian at St. John's here in California. And every time I ask him like, oh, how do you feel, blah, blah, blah. Um, he says like, you know, it feels right. Like the discernment feels right. You know, because of course he can't like fully say, oh yeah, I'm going to become a priest because that's what the discernment is for. But mm. the path that he's on feels right. And I feel like that's also what, kind of what you're saying, just summing it up like it feels right. Um for those who want to discern specifically the religious life, how does one begin? Because I know personally for me, um, when I was discerning it back in, I don't know, I think it was a freshman in college or something, I went to a come and see with Lovers of the Holy Cross, they're located in Santana, I believe. Um, how does, I mean, do, do we start there with the come and see or like what tips do you have for those who want to begin exploring this avenue? Uh, so I think I, I'm basing it off my experience as in my discernment and, you know, other uh, people that I've talked to as well. I think typically, you know, obviously it starts with prayer, this longing for God, longing to serve God in some way. Maybe it's through the religious life. Maybe it's through uh, a process of opening up yourself to God, just whatever that is. I think it starts, yes, in that prayer. Uh, concretely and practically, I, uh, you know, contact, it, it, yeah, after, uh, after realizing, okay, I want, and recognizing, yes, that I want to discern this more, uh, concretely and practically speaking, uh, talk to a vocation director, talk to a, a priest, a religious sister, uh, someone in the church, you know, a deacon, a religious brother that's 
that you you know that you can trust and you know just talk to them uh mention that you're discerning maybe you know who knows you you don't know yet but yeah yeah start with their concrete steps until eventually you know you mentioned you came to a commency until they invite you to a commency because it's a discernment in their part too you know uh discerning if you're a good candidate and everything so they invite you to a come and see and then you go to a come and see and then you know observe just have you know like i said earlier have that openness and reflect oh is this is this who i want to be you know is this what i desire to be and who i long to be you know and so put yourself in that place during the come and see and then look back and reflect when when you're back home okay that felt good but am i really called to that you know and after making a few prayerful reflections obviously contact your whoever that is if you want to go on with that discernment so yeah it, there's practical steps there's also in between those steps there's prayerful spiritual uh, uh steps but then a tip that i uh, want to uh, tell you guys is just be confident in that you know sometimes i see people like uh oh, i don't know if, if it's for me uh you know you know th- so they're always stuck and you see people that are stuck and uh you know i'll discern another year oh i'll discern another year and then you know it never happens but you know be consistent be pursue that uh call that you felt through prayer in practical steps yeah yeah, it's funny you say that because I hear that all the time from people. It's like, oh, I don't know. But it's like, unless you actually make a decision, like, mm. it's like um, trying food for the first time. Oh, I don't like that food. But have you tried it? You know, something like that, too. It's like you you won't know until you actually explore it kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, it's like asking a woman out, you know. <laughs> it's, or, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, should I do that? I, I don't know. You know, so you're forever stuck in that cycle. Yeah. Yeah, um, what I was just going to bring up that um, helps me understand the sermon more that my spiritual director says all the time is like, do you feel peace with that decision? Do you feel peace with um, doing that or this? And um, she would always tell me that you would basically, you know, the answer if you feel peace. If you, that's how you know you're sure, um, because God wouldn't want to lead you somewhere that um where you don't feel peace because God wants you to experience peace. He doesn't want you. He doesn't will for you to experience pain and suffering. Um, Technically, that's something we inflict upon ourselves depending on the decisions we make. So, yeah. Um, A question that I have for you um, is, like you mentioned, like spiritual exercises from that you were able to, like, help. Like it helped your discernment process in deciding whether or not to pursue um, priesthood. Um, would you say that like that was a sign for you, or like do you think we should look for signs that like point in that direction? I uh, well, it depends on what you mean by signs. If you mean signs by saying, "Oh, there's an actual word." in the air that says go discern <laughs> you know I, I i think that's not what it means by sign but uh if you mean by 
if what you mean by sign is uh, an interior feeling of consolation, like you mentioned, and peace and sincerity and uh, serenity of heart, and you just feel like you're supposed to do this, then that's definitely a sign uh, and uh, a sign of you that you are in that right place of in life uh wherever you are uh yeah uh there's different telltale signs as as you say as daniel says but uh yeah i think one should be careful though in recognizing what those signs are i think there's yeah uh yeah there's there's different signs is i should say yeah yeah um Oh gosh, I'm blanking right now. Um, one thing that Janelle was saying, and like you were saying as well, Amigo, is like we're almost afraid to make a move. And uh, it was this phrase of like analysis, no, paralysis by analysis. And so we're afraid to move because we're overanalyzing so much. And another one is like we're a car and uh, we're just stuck in park. We're not allowing God to make us go forward or anywhere. We're just stuck. We need to put the car and drive and allow God to drive. Um, and so, so much of ana- analysis and discernment, which is good, we eventually need to come to a point of action and moving forward and trying a path. And whether that path ends up being what you thought it would be or not, at least you tried and at least let allow God to, you know, see what that path could like allow allow yourself to see what God could want for you. Um, but the only way you know if you try. So that's for sure one thing. And then uh, earlier this year at the Religious Education Congress out in uh, Anaheim, this lady was giving kind of a talk about discernment and same thing. Because uh, you know everyone people can give talks about discernment, but there's no true answer. There's no true same way. Uh, not no two same people have the same path to their vocation. And she said pay attention to peace. And I think mm. that's the only way we can truly know that we're on the right path. This is paying attention to peace, that you feel at peace at the seminary, you feel at peace with your significant other, you feel peace by yourself, um, whatever path, singleness, single blessedness, married life, or religious orders. If you feel peace in that path, then you know you're on the right way, you know? So follow, and it's cheesy, but follow your heart and like, the same time don't just like oh it feels good but like does it truly satisfy like give me this peace that i know this is christ giving me this peace um so you know oh yeah i have a well <laughs> it's funny when you were saying like the paralysis by analysis i was thinking back to our cfc youth days participate don't anticipate yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually make a decision um yeah. so <laughs> this is just like like this is a horrible question but do you do you believe that um everyone should every Catholic should at least go to one come and see before getting into a relationship or like, you believe like that's a mandatory or recommended thing? Oh, actually, uh, that's, that's funny. Cause you say that because I used to believe I used to be in the position of yes, everyone needs to discern religious life or else they're not a good Catholic, you know? <laughs> uh, but I think once entering seminary, I realized, wait a minute, this is not for everyone, you know? Uh, you know, um, I think, and the, all we, what we've talked about in the past too, I think touches upon Ignatius's uh, 
Oh no! <laughs> Ran out of battery. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, we can hear you at least. Yeah, uh, my camera. One second. Let me fix it. Oh. <laughs> Our uh, broadcast has been interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for for our uh, podcasts or Spotify listeners, it doesn't change them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll just edit this out. Shout out to what do you mean? Um, Mary Kay. Mary Kay, thank you very for much. Offering, for offering <laughs> to edit it because if you guys didn't know, obviously you can tell we haven't been editing anything. We that's just why. do one take sessions and that's Because it. we don't know how. So <laughs> thanks yeah, to yeah, Mary yeah. Kay for yeah. offering her services. Yeah. Lord knows we need her. Migo, can you hear us all? Or can you still speak? Yes, I could still hear you. I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's too beautiful. One, one second now. Uh, one second. Yeah, that was messy. I that's what I was thinking about this yeah. whole time. I never thought about that. I've always had that. I don't know. Alright, that's like my last question. I, that was like a personal question too. Yeah, I think Do you guys good. have anything? Honestly, I think we're good. Yeah, okay. That because, was like my only. Yeah. Because I think what people like with this kind of um, topic anyways, they want um, direction and they want you know? Tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how like people tell like me what to do. Jesus, Jesus. Hello, hello. Oh. <laughs> Hi, hello. Hello. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. I, well, she. Okay. He. Right. He. Three, okay. two, two, one. one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what was I? Uh. Oh yeah. Okay. So I am. I used to be in that position of, yes, everyone needs to discern religious life, or else they're not a good Catholic. But uh, yeah, entering the seminary, it's not. I realize it's not for everyone, uh, and and because yeah, it's not for everyone. Uh, you know, if if the the priesthood, you know, that takes away 50% of the population already. You know, women can be priests, right? Uh, and so not everyone needs to become a priest. Uh, and and I think, in or, yeah, one does not need to discern religious life. And was uh, uh, what I was about to say was, yeah, we're touching upon this uh, Ignatius says three modes of discernment, right? Uh, and I don't know if you want to get into that yet, but uh, the second mode, uh, the first mode is uh, a feeling that you just know. You just know that you need to be here. Well, some, some people, and that's what Ignatius says, right? But some people says... Uh, and related to me as well, you know, through personal contacts that uh, they never felt that call, you know, and that's a valid point. You know, they never felt the call to become a priest or a religious and, you know, that's okay. Maybe yeah, that's, maybe that's, that is the will of God for them. If they never felt that call. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is there any other advice that you want to give to any of our listeners who are discerning? Uh, yeah, uh, so, 
yeah, like like I mentioned, first mode of discernment by Saint Ignatius of Loyola is yeah, that feeling of just you just know it. You uh, through prayer, obviously, it starts from prayer and realizing, reflecting in your life. I just I just know that I'm gonna be a priest, you know, or something like that. I just know I'm gonna be a religious. And the second mode of discernment is uh, this the discernment of spirits, and that comes directly from Saint Ignatius's spiritual exercises, which uh, contrast consolation and desolation of the spirit, you know, and realizing i feel consoled like you said and at peace whenever i think about this certain thing in my life whether i want to become a religious or i want to be in a relationship with someone i just feel consoled while i was um, thinking about that you know and the other opposite fact is true i feel in such desolation when i feel that maybe that's not for you you know that's what ignatius uh says you know that's the that's the second mode you know realizing what the discernment of spirits are you know and there's 14 rules of discernment of spirits which you could look it up yourself on your own uh, and the third mode of ignatius's uh discerning the will of god is what he calls what father tim timothy gallagher calls a preponderance of reason. So pretty much, if you don't feel the first mode and the second mode, you go to the third mode, you know? And this preponderance of reason is a pros and cons, you know, a rational, logically sound, reasonable pros and cons, positive or negatives of each side of of your discernment. Oh, okay, I'm going to, start a business or not start a business what's the pro of pros of starting a business what's the con of starting a business you know something like that and within that third mode there's three options that you could do uh first you could there's three options that you can imagine yourself to help you discern that decision first option is Imagine yourself in a situation where you see a stranger. That stranger is in an exact situation as you are. And that stranger comes up and asks you for advice. What would you say to that stranger? You know, and your answer to that, uh, to that, uh, to that advice is what, Ignatius uh, tells you, maybe you should listen to that, to, to listen to yourself, to your own self. The second option would be, imagine that your decision will be of eternity. So it will last forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. You know, last forever. What would your decision be? That's the second option. The third option uh, I think this is the most powerful out of all of it is imagine you're making that decision in front of Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior who came to this world to save you. What would your decision be? And uh, 
I think it it's a powerful uh, option and powerful uh, suggestion by Ignatius that he has for us. And uh, yeah, make use of those three modes of discernment. And I it made so much of an impact in my life. I think uh, hopefully it makes a lot of impact in yours as well. No, that's beautiful. And uh, I think going through those different modes, that's tough because especially the last one, right? Like we, we think we can get away with something because, you know, Christ is not in front of us. But if we imagine Christ is in front of us, that will really change our decision and truly make it a decision not based on our own selfish wants or desires, but like how can I help in, in spreading the gospel? How can I bring the goodness of the kingdom here on earth and 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 the vocation I choose, how will I go about doing that? So thank you, Migo. We're so blessed thank to have you. had you for this, man. So um, we are praying for you and we would love to end this in a prayer over you. So oh, yeah. we'll begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, just thank you for uh, the gift of life. Thank you for the gift of free will. Thank you for allowing us to have the option to really discern and figure out um, what walk of life you want us to love you and love your people, um, what vocation you want us to serve you. And ultimately, our only vocation is to love you, um, is to get to know you, to love you, and to serve you, as St. Ignatius says. And so we pray for our seminary, our brother in Christ. Lord, just thank you for blessing us with Nigo. Continue to help him and guide him as he enters his second year of the seminary. Um, and this Lord, whatever your will is for him, help him to do it, help him to say yes, help him to invite Mary into his relationship and continue to be uh, like Mary and like her fiat, just say yes to you. Uh, each and every day he spends in the seminary, um, just help him in those tough times where he's feeling isolated, alone. Um, just really console him, Mother Mary. Just continue to keep him close to you. Uh, protect them in your blue mantle protection. Lord, we just lift up to you this amazing brother. Thank you for this great conversation we had with him today. And um, we just pray for his protection as we say, St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and the devil. We God, rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Cross, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who tell about the world's kingdom. Amen. All God's angels and saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, Migo. Thank you for having me. Thanks for having me. Thank you. See ya. See ya.